Welcome to the Disneyland Forever Podcast, your source for all things from the happiest place on earth. For more updates, make sure that you follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Disneyland Forever, and you can check out our website, DisneylandForever.com. Hello, everyone. Hi. It's Jordan. And Daniel. And it. I hope for you, it's a lovely spring day like it is here. Yes. We've had enough episodes where we were complaining about the weather. I think it's important <laughs> that we point out when the weather's actually nice. You mean snow in like, April and early May? Yes. <laughs> but now, it, I'm fine with rain occasionally. But it's just a really beautiful day today. So I hope that it's the same for you guys because it's just, it's such a wonderful day today. Uh, so uh, today we are going to be talking with you guys about breakfast because, you know, it's the most important meal of the day or so I've been told. Supposedly. Yeah. <laughs> That's what people say. And so we're going to talk a little bit about like where you can find breakfast in the parks and actually at the hotels. The one place oh. you can eat. <laughs> there's not much. <laughs> well, it depends on where you're at. Yeah, Disneyland, there's more. Yeah, it depends on where you're at. So um, hopefully this gives you some suggestions, and we'll talk a little bit about like the sort of some of our favorite things off of each of these menus, because I think we've tried most of them, the vast majority of them we've tried. So we can give you an idea of what we think about each of them. Um, but before we get into that, I actually wanted to mention, Dan, do you realize that it's almost our podcast anniversary? I did not. Do you know what I mean by that? Nope. Okay. A hundred? Fifty? Three hundred? Ten thousand? It's been almost a year. Oh, a year. <laughs> you like, but you mean time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's been almost a year, which I know it doesn't seem like it because I think this is only like episode 42, 41, 40s. At the beginning, we were just going to do it every other week. Yeah, if you've been with it, if you're some of those who have been with us from the beginning, you may remember that we only did it every other week for a while. Don't but. listen to the first podcast; it was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I, I purposely avoid listening to that one, but I think we've gotten better over time. So uh, we were talking with some. Well, I guess we're gonna. We were able to be guests on Market House podcast, and we just recorded that yesterday. And we were talking with them about how when you're recording. I mean, we have fun, but then you're just like talking into a microphone in an empty room and you're just hoping that people also find it funny. <laughs> if not, then we're just crazy people talking to them, which I guess we which are. are. Yes. Yeah. So don't worry about that. Maybe I shouldn't, I shouldn't bring that up. It's a sensitive issue. <laughs> um, anyway, we do have a new review. Yes, we do. Uh, from Chatty ADC, they said, a not so hidden gem. I was introduced to Disneyland Forever by listening to them as guests on Aaron and Katie's podcast, Rope Drop and Park Hop. Thank you, Karen, Katie and Aaron. Whoa, I almost butchered that. Karen and Aidy. <laughs> oh. Nope. Uh, side note, I think it's time to have them on yours because the four of you were magic enough to get me to listen to just the two guys. I have enjoyed the content on this podcast tremendously and now consider myself a loyal follower. Thank you for finding new excitement for Disneyland when I thought I was already maxed out and bored while I wait for vacation. Can't wait to see what's next. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, about my Karen and 80, which first of all, wow, what a name would 80 be? Mm. <laughs> Isn't there that lady on SNL or was 80? A-I-D-Y? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I shouldn't say name. that. But I, I gave them a hard time for, quote unquote, forgetting us and listening to their favorite guests. <laughs> and, and now then, you Freudian And then I just completely... Weird, butchered their names. You should remember from when, I, from when we were on their podcast that I couldn't say Rope Drop when I meant Rope Drop, and I couldn't say Park Hop when I meant Park Hop. Nope. So that's just my brain being my brain. Yep. I'm just putting that out there. But it doesn't mean I'm not apologizing. It's just like, well, <laughs> that, was, that happened. It's okay. Sorry. 
Um, all right. So I thought last week, since we were getting, since we were gone for a little while, that there would be all this major news that was going to pile up um, between the time we recorded and the time our podcast published. Thankfully, and not. It didn't. So we do have some news to talk about, but not that much, which is, I think, in some ways nice. So uh, the first thing, there's a lot of construction right now going on in downtown Disney because they are in the process of, they've they've completely removed the Uva Bar, which was there in that central courtyard. It's gone. It gone. There's just like walls it's up. Just flat? Or? Yeah. There's nothing left. Huh. Um, and then they've been gutting out what was... Catal and Sprinkles so they could get ready for all the new restaurants that are going to be going in those areas. Do you not so. want to call it Satal and, and Crinkles? Nope. Apparently not. <laughs> <laughs> this time it worked. Yay. Uh, but yeah, if you're going there soon, it's just going to be a lot more construction there in the middle because um, they've flattened everything. And also, I guess they've, they're getting closer to... Com- I think they've finished the main restaurant at Jazz Kitchen and people are losing their minds over this new refresh of it. <laughs> and I just got to remind people, because I think some people are still directing this at Disney. I don't uh, think Disney was the one that came no. up with this refresh. <laughs> that they, was, they probably had to approve it, but... Yeah, but I don't... It's a, it's a distinct company. Yeah, the company was the one that decided this. And they murdered Ralph Brennan, evidently. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's not, his name's not there anymore. <laughs> it's true. I think it's just called Jazz Kitchen. Uh, <laughs> wow. That, that got dark. I'm sorry. We, uh, it's supposed to be for families. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't go into detail. Anyway, <laughs> it's supposed to be for families. <laughs> Let's just say, apparently, Ralph Brennan is gone. But that, that's what's going on in downtown Disney right now. Um, and a little bit of sad news. So I'm sure a lot of people are familiar with the fact that there are Disneyland cats that they're not feral cats. They actually are owned by the park. And sometimes when they are retired from mousing service inside the parks, cast members will even adopt them and take them home. Cute. Um, there was one cat named Nutmeg who frequented the Magic Key Terrace. She was always seen hanging around there. Um, Wasn't and she always the one by... Um Grizzly Peak, too. I don't I think know. We saw her once. I don't Maybe. know if that was her or not because there's not. several. It could have been. But on, on this crowd favorite cat, Nutmeg, has sadly passed away. Mm. So, crossed the cute kitty bridge. Yes. So, that's sad because we're also huge cat people. So, we, we love when we can see those Disneyland cats <laughs> out and about. Not very often. But it doesn't happen very often. Nextly, in Toontown, they just opened a new play area. Uh, I think it's behind Donald's boat. It's a padded play area, and it says on the sign that it is dedicated to guests between the ages of 6 and 23 months. If you're 23 and a half, you are not welcome. Not at all are you welcome. (laughs) Uh, So everything there is padded, you know, for safety and comfort. It does have some warnings that it can get warm. Uh, The surfaces Mm -hmm. can get hot if it's been out in the sun, but it's mostly shaded. So it's just a fun little new area that's opened up in Toontown specifically for young, young children. For them to roll around and unsquishy material. Yes. So they don't have to worry as much about um, injury or anything in that area. I think the most exciting news item is that starting uh, the 17th, which is the day we're recording this, so Wednesday. So by the time you hear this, it's happening. You can now modify your Disneyland park reservations without canceling them first. Yay. Um, This is something that I think should have been there the whole time. You think? But hey, it's here now. (laughs) Disneyland technology. Just so terrible. (laughs) 
I don't know why it took him so long to figure this out. But because before, what you'd have to do if you wanted to change your park reservations, even if you just wanted to switch from Disneyland to DCA, uh, you had to cancel your existing reservation and then hope that it was that the other park was still available when you went back. I'm sure it was. Usually it was, but I mean, knows. there's still that like extra step for some reason you have to cancel it instead of just modify it. At least it's not as bad as the Fast Pass Plus ones where you'd. <laughs> yeah. Get rid of it and... Yeah. So. Uh, it's just basically it makes the process a little bit easier. Um, it's still subject to park availability and with magic keys, any blackout dates that you might have, or, um, I'm sure there's other, other factors, but it's just a matter of, you don't have to cancel the park reservation first in order to change the park. You just have to modify it or it might also, maybe it's also that it can change dates. I think so. I think it's just, you can modify it just period without having to completely cancel them, which is nice. So... Yay on that one. That finally arrived. So uh, we just want to do a really, really brief recap because last week the reason that we were um, a little recording so early, we mentioned, is because we had the opportunity to sail on the Disney Wish. Yay, Disney Cruise. <laughs> it was very fun, obviously, because it's a Disney Cruise, but we were slightly underwhelmed by the Wish. We thought we would have, like amazing expectation or yeah we had amazing had, expectations. Yeah, had our expectations amazingly met and they were not <laughs> yeah i think if you've never been on a disney cruise before i think it might help with your appreciation of the wish although then you are going to wonder like how are you ever supposed to find your way around these ships because they're so confusing because we had some table mates that mentioned that the ship was kind of confusing and we had to reassure them the other the other ships make sense <laughs> yeah you can find your way around Every other Disney cruise ship. And it's not because it's slightly bigger. It's not like crazily bigger, but it's just laid out very poorly and there's not many staircases. And we just spent the whole time wondering which deck are we on and are we on the aft or the forward of the ship? We don't know. If you ever go on, on the wish, if you haven't already, you'll, you'll ask yourselves like, where are we a lot? And, uh, why did they do it this way? (laughs) And why is the space so small? It's, there are some very nice things. The staterooms are beautiful. Yes, they are bigger than regular. And if they're not ships. actually bigger, then at least they utilize the space better. Yeah. I don't know if they're actually bigger, Maybe but, they're not, but they, yeah. felt they felt bigger. bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, sta- the staterooms were probably like the biggest plus. The entertainment, though, on the ship was fantastic. Although our uh, quote-unquote queen-size bed left our feet dangling off, which was weird. I don't remember that happening on the other ships. You know, I feel like I do remember it happening on the other on the other ships because when you pointed it out, I was like, I feel like we point this out on every ship, but we're uh-huh. on. maybe, I just maybe. Forgot, but but uh, I mean, the food was fantastic. I mean, Dan just he was so happy when we were in Arendelle and he, Elsa came to our table mm-hmm. and he was able to ask her, "Where's what, Bruni? Where's Bruni?" And she knew who he was talking about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he wasn't there because they don't trust him in the castle, but he did come before to light the candles on the ceiling. Yes. So cute. <laughs> so he was very, very excited about that. But um, I mean, I'm not going, going to go into a lot of detail, but it was it was a great experience. We still enjoyed our time. It's not, out of the four ships we've been on, it's, it's probably our, our fourth favorite. Yep. <laughs> and it's frustrating that it's so much more expensive than any other comparable ship. So yeah. our suggestion is to go on the dream or the magic or the fantasy if you can instead. As your first one. As your first one. You still probably want to do the wish at some point. And if you're going to go there with your kids or your family and you're wanting to spend every moment with them, the whole cruise, I think you're going to have a fantastic experience. Yes. Um, but if you want some adult time away from the kids, you're going to be a little bit confused. Confused and disappointed. The, yeah. the pool area there for the adults is not great. Yeah. So uh, trust me, you'll, you'll hear more about this experience. But it's... 
it was, it was a fun, fun. It was fun still time. fun, obviously. And Castaway Key is always great. Love it. So oh, much. how can you not love Castaway Key? It's just, it's always fantastic. All right, so let's get into talking about breakfast in the parks. I think that's, let, the, that's the meal you eat in the morning. It is the meal that you eat in the morning, in case you don't remember, <laughs> or in case you're someone who sleeps until like two every day. I wish. You would wish. Uh, I think I just want to get this out of here right away. If you are staying off property, or you don't really intend on eating lunch inside the parks, no, there are so many options um, outside. Like on Harbor Boulevard, there's McDonald's, there's Panera, there is, I think there's still a Denny's? I think so. I think so. There's And there's a lot of other restaurants that you can find. Many of the hotels that are on Harbor and Cantella will even offer a free continental breakfast. Yep. So you don't even have to worry about this. Um, what are some of the ones like the Spring Hill Suites do? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the Hilton Garden Inn does. Um, it's usually not the four-star hotels. It's usually like the yeah, two or weird. three-star hotels that Which offer. are still quite nice. But They're still nice, yeah. but it's usually those ones that offer continental breakfast. But I mean, check that out when you're booking, and you can you can see that a little bit better. This is actually, just so you know, if you ever book your hotel through Getaway Today, it's actually really, really easy to see if this is one of the amenities that's included in the price of your um in the price of your hotel stay, which is something, you know, it's not always super obvious on other websites if it does offer it. Getaway, I, I noticed when I was booking mine that, huh. like, hey, they make it, they put it, like, front, very, very forward that this has free continental breakfast. So those are always fantastic options. So this is not us saying you have to eat inside the parks or you have to eat on the property in some way. This is just if you're saying, hey, we're, we're just going to get something while we're there or we want to have a different experience somewhere else, these are all options for you. Yes. Should we start in the parks or in the hotels? uh, Let's start in the hotels. Okay. So these are the places that you can eat in... I mean, I I can say one of the three Disney Resort hotels. These are between two because the Pixar Place Hotel slash Paradise Pier doesn't have anything in it right now. No. So no food for you. They have have a vending machine. (laughs) (laughs) That's actually what they have right now. So at the Grand Californian, we've kind of mentioned two of these places before. Uh, you've got Storytellers Cafe and the Napa Rose. In our time our episode where we talked about um, character dining experiences, we talked about each of these. So we're not going to go into a lot of detail other than knowing that for both of these, they are character dining. Storytellers is a buffet. Napa Rose is not a buffet. It's a princess uh, character breakfast. It's a very premium experience. We probably won't do it experience. (laughs) Yeah. So if you want more details on either of those, you can go back and listen to our episode on character dining. And we talk about that there. Um, Other outside of those at the grand Californian, there's also the GCH craftsman grill, which has a very extensive menu. I was just looking at it. We haven't done it yet. Have we, we have just not a lot. Um, But like they have things, they have French toast, um, salmon bagel sandwiches. If you're a person that for some reason likes to have fish in the morning, <laughs> I do not. You don't like fish anytime. I don't <laughs> at all. Omelets, waffles, uh, breakfast burritos. They have, and then they have grab and go stuff. If you want to have like just pastries or something, uh, this is also available on mobile order. And so you can order it from your room and then head downstairs. We missed the, what's it called? The whispering, or is that what it turned into? It's what it turned into. Oh, cause the yeah, there's the outside thing. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Yeah, the Craftsman Grill is what used to be Whitewater Snacks, but then they redid it to the Craftsman Grill. I, we haven't done it a lot, Mm-mm. but what we had there, I remember we've had like the Belgian waffle and it was quite good. I really enjoyed it. So, uh, you know, pre- pretty traditional stuff. It spans the gamut of what you, you and your family might want for breakfast. 
Um, over at the Disneyland Hotel, the most obvious choice is Goofy's Kitchen, which again we talked about on our character dining episode. Um, huge buffet. You're not going to be disappointed. Uh, super fun environment. So good. Right next door to it is something that gets overlooked a lot, which is called the Coffee House. And it's exactly what it sounds like. <laughs> it's just a little coffee house. Uh, you can go in. I think it might also be mobile order. I don't remember. Um, Dan, check this out for me. But it just has coffee, other hot drinks or cold drinks, blended drinks, and pastries. It is not mobile order. Yes. No, it is. Yes. It is. Ha ha. I was right. Um, it's just a little place, but it's it's got some... It's it's just good if you're just wanting like a quick small breakfast with a coffee and a pastry. Oh, I thought there was stuff at Tangaro Terrace. There's not for breakfast. When did they stop doing breakfast there? I don't. Oh, wait. They do breakfast? That does. <laughs> this weird. It says lunch and dinner. It's like, it? I know they do breakfast because that's why menu. I put down Tangaroa Terrace. Yes. Yes, they do. Never mind. They sure. do breakfast. Uh, so no. Tangaroa Terrace at the Disneyland Hotel, it's another mobile order option. And this is, it's, if you're a fan of any of the breakfasts that they have at the Polynesian Resort in Florida, they pretty much have it here at the Tangaroa Terrace. So they have like, what is that called? The the huge French toast. What is that called? That uh, they have. Um... Tongaroa toast. toast. Just like really, really thick French so toast. Uh, they With ha- a guava syrup. Oh. They also have loco moco. Um, and then Japanese pancakes. If you're not a big fan of breakfast food, they have steak and eggs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so it's a really, really good option. Keep in mind that for... I mean, you can do it the same thing for Craftsman Grill that you don't have to be staying at the Grand California and eat there, but it's much easier to not stay at the Disneyland Hotel and get to Tonkaroa Terrace and the Coffee House than it is to try and get to the um, Craftsman Grill. Yes, because they don't let you in on uh, Disneyland Drive unless you're staying there. Yeah, so, so you'd have to get in through either uh, California Adventure or Downtown Disney. So you actually have quite a few options in those two hotels. So if you were to go into Disneyland, if you're, or if you're in Disneyland and you're like, we want breakfast, there's actually quite a lot of options uh, for you. If you just want your coffee, there's Market House. Yep. <laughs> um, Which is a Starbucks. It's a Starbucks. It's basically all it is. Um, speaking of Market House, I just really want to say it again, like that podcast that we just recorded yesterday, that was like <laughs> a hoot and a holler. So fun. So fun. I'm excited for you guys to hear that on Monday. Um, so keep an eye out for that one. Uh, but it's just every time we walk, walk by Market House at Disneyland, I'm like, I know a podcast named after that place. It's fun. Uh, then you also have the Jolly Holiday. They don't, I don't believe they have so much like breakfast platters, but they have coffees and pastries. Yep. So very similar to Market House. It's just not Starbucks and more extensive pastries. Um, you also, if you want other quick service places, Galactic Grill. Um, Galactic Grill has French toast sticks. They also have my favorite breakfast burrito. Yes, it's quite good. I love that breakfast burrito. Um, it's not super extensive, but it's... No, it's but good. it's good. And it's pretty basic, but it's nice. Same with Red Rose Tavern. Red Rose Tavern is where you're going to go for your Mickey-shaped pancakes. Um, just a very traditional breakfast. I don't think they have anything that's really wild out there for the breakfast options, but it's the only place that does pancakes. Quick service. You also have Ronto Roasters. Probably one of my favorite breakfasts in the parks. Yes. <laughs> if you've never had it, it's like this amazing sausage... And eggs and this sauce that I don't know what it's made of. Probably like crack, peppercorn. Crack, crack cocaine because it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> it's in there somewhere. And their drinks are so good too. The, yes. Um, Mailerun juice and the tea thing. Tatooine Sunset? Tatooine Sunset, yes. The Tatooine Sunset. They're both just amazing. So, I mean, definitely give Ronto Roasters a check if you like. It's, it's fantastic breakfast. Um, in terms of 
table service. There are two options that you have in Disneyland. One we talked about in our character dining episode is Plaza Inn. Have to have reservations. Have to have reservations for that one. Um, but super, super good. Pretty extensive menu, at least for breakfast staples and a lot of fun character interactions. Then buffet, you also Buffet style. Yes. Cool. And then you also have the Carnation Cafe. Yes. Usually you have to have reservations for that. They will sometimes accept walk-ins, but um, yeah, it's they have like the basic... Uh, Really good breakfast. It's um, the only one you can get waff- the Mickey waffles. Mickey waffles, just like a traditional eggs. And- they have really, really fluffy pancakes. Yes. You like their eggs benedict. Oh, it's so good. Um, so that one, yeah, I would recommend getting reservations, but you can always go up and check to see what their wait list time is like at the Carnation Cafe. So um, those are your major options in Disneyland. So you have quite a few. Oh, they don't do the eggs benedict anymore. Well, <laughs> Forget that one. Don't ever eat there again. <laughs> <laughs> no, do eat there. Yeah, maybe they'll bring it back. Who knows? They, Disney Disney keeps shrinking their menus everywhere. They did it during COVID, which makes sense. But like, COVID's over, <laughs> uh, according to WHO. Jeez. So anyway, it's, I did notice they had a breakfast sandwich. I don't think they've had a breakfast sandwich there before. No, yeah, so maybe they, they swapped them out. Yeah. But um, yeah. So again, in Disneyland, if you want quick service. Um, Jolly Holiday, Galactic Grill, Red Rose, and Ronto Roasters, which, again, all have mobile order as well as an option. And then Market House is not mobile order, nor is it fast, but it's <laughs> Starbucks. And then table service. Yeah, it's Starbucks. Service. It's not fast. <laughs> and then for table service, you got Plaza Inn and Carnation. So you have lots of options around Disneyland if you want breakfast. And if you're there for rope drop, there's, I believe, the Jolly Holiday and at least Market House. Definitely Market House opens early. Yeah, one benefit is because if you're like allowed in, but you can't go to on rides yet, just grab something at Market House, even though it's a little long line. Yeah. Saves you some time. Now, if you're starting your day at California Adventure, this is where you don't have a lot of options. Nope. They used to have more, and they decided not to. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand it. So the the first option you have is the Fiddler, Pri- Fiddler Pfeiffer, and Practical Cafe. We always just call it the FFFP. Um, this is the Starbucks in California Adventure. Again, exactly the same as Market House. It's just... And they do have two sides of the line. Oh, Market House does too, doesn't it? Yes. <laughs> but yeah, it's often a very long line. Last time we went, it was not, which was a good thing. Yes. They do have the amazing cinnamon roll, which Market House does too, right? I think. I think so. Yeah, so good. They also have opened over between Pacific Wharf and Pixar Pier, the cappuccino cart, which is hosted by Joffrey's, which if you're an East Coast person, then you're going to be really happy. If you are not an East Coast person, you'll go blech. I do not personally like (laughs) Joffrey's. It tastes like liquefied dirt. I know that there's some people out there, people either love it or they hate it. And I think on the East Coast, people love it. And on the West Coast, people are generally like, I don't really know what's going on. So, But that is is an option. It has pastries, it has coffees and teas. It, It is mobile order. Um, so that is a plus for it. Um, the other two options you have, they are both quick service. They are both mobile order. The best breakfast at, at California Adventure is Pim Test Kitchen. Yes. And I usually get the kid's uh, plate mm-hmm. that has like the cutest little French toast with a teeny little fork and <laughs> eggs and then a bacon that you don't get on the regular menu. It's like more of a turkey bacon. Yeah, it's that's true. so good. And it's not that expensive, and they don't check your age. So, <laughs> yeah. So it's it's actually I I really think it's the best breakfast option. Um, they have this cinnamon toast, which yeah. I'm like that's actually a good pun. So Thank good. you Disney for really <laughs> how to do good puns. Um, and it's it's gotten better, 
when they first opened Pim's, it was kind of dry. It's gotten way better. Yeah, Pim is, uh, yeah, they like dry. All their bread stuff is so dry. But the cinnamon, but improved, yeah. yeah, the cinnamon, the cinnamon toast has gotten much, much better, and it's just like a big French toast bake, which I, and I like it. It has a tiny little quail egg. It's, mm-hmm. it's cute, and they have other breakfast options as well, like more traditional stuff. They don't have any pancakes or waffles or anything, but just like eggs. You can find eggs, bacon. Um, I think they have something with tater tots as well. But it's a it's a good breakfast menu, uh, and lots of options for kids. Um, then there's the corn dog castle. This one does not open with the rest of the park. It always opens a little bit later. And it's a weird option, but it was actually kind of good. <laughs> yeah, it's like a hot dog or like a corn dog, but inside it has half eggs, half sausage. Yes. And it's like one, so the top part's one, the top bottom part's the other, which is kind of weird. But yes. So then they uh, batter it and fry it just like a corn dog. And, and then it's covered with a raspberry sauce yeah. and powdered sugar. It is quite good. Don't get me wrong. I was surprised by it. I did not think I was going to really enjoy it, and I did. The only downside is that it doesn't open until much later. The until park opens at 8. Sometime. They open at, like, I think, like 845 <laughs> Well, that's or the Pixar like that. Pier way. <laughs> it's not in Pixar Pier. It's in Paradise oh, Gardens yeah, Park. sorry. Well, the rest of that area over there opens whenever they want to. Apparently. <laughs> so it is kind of frustrating if you're looking for breakfast in California Adventure that these are your only four options. They used and to one have Flo's, which was so good. Flo's had Bring some of the, back Flo's. Flo's had some of the best breakfast. I had that Bananas Foster French toast. Yep. That was fantastic. Hashtag Bring Back Flo's breakfast yeah it's like flows is there <laughs> but not their breakfast i i really wish that they had a flows breakfast still because it was so so good and i don't know why they don't anymore but um and that is one of the frustrating things if you're going to california adventure and you're starting your morning there is that there's not as many options if you want something that you know your kids are going to enjoy pim pim is your option yeah um if it's just adults only or you're like i'll eat breakfast somewhere else <laughs> the ffnp is uh just like with market house and <clears throat> in disneyland you can do while you're waiting for roped up so that's one good thing yes it is open early just like market house it we're always a little bit not as excited for breakfast on our california adventure days <laughs> uh but it's it's there, still good what's there it's just not as many options obviously there are when we're no table service <laughs> when we're listing off everything for Disneyland there's so many options at Disneyland you can just like where do you, what do we want to do where do we want to go cuz you can do something different every morning and again if you are going to DCA first and like maybe you want to stop by the Disneyland hotel or the Grand Californian first and get breakfast at one of these other quick service locations Uh, before you head in. It'll be really, really easy. Or maybe DCA is the day where you want to get breakfast outside the parks, Uh, stopping by McDonald's on the way in or something like that. Totally, I would not blame you at all. It's it's just a little bit more limited. And also because it's more limited, the lines can be a little bit worse. Yes. Because there's not as people are not as spread out around the park. Um, But hopefully that helps you out. Um, I believe we've hit everything that offers breakfast... Outside of Starbucks, Dan Brent did bring up there's a Starbucks in downtown Disney, but Used there's too. <laughs> but there's Starbucks inside the parks too. So, um, and they all have the same menu, so like it really makes a big difference. But doesn't that Starbucks though in downtown Disney do the um, where you can order it before, like with the Starbucks app? I think so. Yeah, Yeah, because you can't order ahead through the Starbucks app on inside the parks, but you can do it at downtown yeah, Disney. So that's one perk. So yeah, that's that's worth bringing up. Uh, there used to be other options in downtown Disney for breakfast, but those have all closed. Nope. <laughs> I mean, yep. <laughs> yes, they have. Yes, nope, they, have. they are not, no, there. not there. 
Yes, they have closed. It made sense in my mind. I under, I, I gotcha. I gotcha. So hopefully that helps you guys out a little bit to know what your options are if you're there in the morning. Uh, really, there's some there's some good options, and there's things that are tasty. And breakfast can doesn't have to be super expensive inside the parks either. Compared to other meals, you'll be definitely spending less money on breakfast than you will on like lunch or dinner <laughs> yes. inside the parks. Because Carnation is not an expensive breakfast at all. Just go to Pim and everyone do a kid's meal. There you go. <laughs> They're actually quite good. And they filling, really are. So. They really are. So um, hopefully this helps you guys out a little bit, gives you a little bit more information, and helps you like not get frustrated like trying to find breakfast when you're there in the parks. Uh, you can make, always bring food in. <laughs> and that's always an option as well. Yeah, that's another reason. You can grab something on your way. It's all good. So if you are planning your trip, make sure, like I mentioned, uh, you can work with our friends at Getaway Today. You can use the link in the description of the podcast, which if you use that, not only does it save you money, it also is a way to help support us. And so uh, we appreciate that too. And make sure that you like and subscribe so that you can get our episodes as they drop in the future. And leave us a, if you're feeling so inclined, you can leave us a five-star rating or you can even take a little bit more time and leave a review. We love reading those. And then make sure you follow us on Instagram and Facebook. I don't know what words we're about to come out of my mouth there. I'm doing great today. Instagram and Facebook. 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 The handles are in the description. And then I don't know if there was anything else that I need to mention. Don't think so. Yay. I'm <laughs> at least I ended strong, so, somewhat. So uh, we will see you guys next week. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>